0: How did you ID him? You can't really see his face from here. Aluseo pointed down and said, I didn't. River Rescue did. They used their spotlight and binoculars and recognized him. Channing looked at her skeptically. What can I say? She shrugged. They have really good lights. Shaking his head, Channing replied, That's not what I was thinking. I'm wondering who in the world knows the faces of the city council. Are you kidding me? Aluseo asked with a slight grin. "'Jesus, Jackson, don't you read the papers?' She immediately fell silent as she caught her mistake. "'I'm sorry, Jackson. I guess you've avoided the news for a while, haven't you?' Channing did not speak. He felt his hands start to shake and slid them into his pockets. "'Look, I'm not trying to be insensitive. I should have started off by asking you how you are doing, telling you how sorry I am about Alex. But knowing how you are, I just figured you'd rather skip all that and get back to work.' A boat motor started up in the distance. More camera lights appeared to Channing's right and left. More flashing red and blue lights approached from all sides. The rotors of a helicopter thumped above. Too much. Way too much. It had to be thirty-five degrees and windy, but he was sweating. He could feel the flask pressing on his heart. He noticed a throbbing sensation through the crisscrossing scar tissue on his chest and back. The scars felt like a web of downed power lines beginning to burn through his skin you're right i just want to work and no i haven't read the papers in a while Aliseo adjusted her hat and pushed some black strands of hair underneath it after blowing on her cold hands she said well culligan was fighting off some accusations of taking kickbacks from a construction contractor some disgruntled employee from the company swore on a stack of bibles that culligan was dirty and in bed with the company's president it was in the papers for a couple of weeks and then poof i never saw anything more about it I think I heard that the accuser changed his story, but don't quote me on that. Channing looked down again. His cell phone started ringing. He knew who it was. Harris. His sergeant probably heard that there was a call-out and that a councilman was involved. Channing catching the case could be a nightmare for everyone involved. Channing pulled the phone out of his pocket. Aluseo, probably sensing Channing's tension, walked away. Channing. It's Harris. I heard you got a call out. What you got? I haven't confirmed it, but I'm told the Vic is Councilman Culligan. The sergeant was quiet. After a few seconds, Channing looked at the phone to see if the call was still active, and then said, Sarge, you there? Did you say the victim is a councilman? Yeah, a guy named Culligan, but like I said, it's not confirmed. Harris let another long pause hang in the air. This time Channing waited. Finally, Harris came back with, Anyone in custody? No. Witnesses didn't actually see it happen. They just spotted the body. Any chance it was natural causes? A heart attack, stroke, or something like that? Channing wished he could say yes. He took the phone away from his face and shivered from the cold wind and the withdrawal symptoms. He wished this would all go away. It didn't matter. Harris would reassign the case tomorrow, anyway. There was no way he would let Channing touch this one. Taking in the scene, Channing slowly panned around, trying to process the surreal. To his left was a collection of news vans parked next to the baseball stadium. Stretching across in front of him was the Warhol Bridge, full of onlookers who would never stand out on a bridge on a wintry night under any other circumstances. To his right was the downtown skyline. The red and blue lights of emergency vehicles were reflecting off the buildings to create a bizarre Christmassy effect. Above him were media helicopters with their night-cutting spotlights circling like vultures, and a soulless distance below him was the frigid Allegheny River. The only things between his feet and the near-frozen waters were a three-inch thick metal grate sidewalk, a long rope, and the blood-covered body that dangled from the end of it. The thick rope was attached somewhere below the Clemente Bridge. Standing directly over the point where the rope attached to the bridge, Channing fought back his nausea, tried to steady his hand that held the cell phone, and raised the phone back to his cold, sweat-covered face. No, I don't think it's from natural causes.